On this episode, we're doing our review of Terminator, Episode 6, The Fate Awakens. To another episode of Pop Culture Rewind. I am your host, Travis. And I'm Chris. And on this episode, like I said, we're doing a review of Dark Fate. You spent money already to watch it? I did. Wow. I'm impressed. I got a podcast from it, man. Yeah. Yeah. What was your excuse? Yeah. I, I'm, I am still on the quest to have a year where I watch more movies than you. Oh, dude. I think you, I, you probably already won. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a contest, but... Um, there but, were actually four movies at the theater that I wanted to watch that if I wasn't going out of town this weekend or watching wrestling this weekend, I would have probably just camped out at the theater and watched all four. No, you wouldn't have. It's, it's good to say that in theory, but... Uh, $5 a pop. I could have swung it. $5 a pop. Yeah. Well, matinee. Matinee. Yeah. 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 Um, there was something else that came out besides Dark Fate, but uh, I can't remember what it was. Between Joker and... Oh, you mean Last Christmas? Is that what it is? You want to take the missus out for a little date night? No. No? Um, I mean, yeah, Jojo sure, Rabbit but no, came I just, out. Huh, what? Jojo Rabbit that's, maybe, came out. That's, that's what, what I want to watch. That's one, but there's something else that is. Parasite? No. Par- I never heard of that one. Um, oh, well, we're getting off track. The point <laughs> is, we're reviewing Terminator. Terminator. Dark Fate. Dark Fate. Um, the dark Fate of the franchise that is. Oh. <laughs> um, are we gonna just get? Are we gonna? Did, did are we gonna like, into it? Yeah. Did you like what I did at the intro where I said the eh. episode six, the eh. fate awakens? Yeah. Uh, because, <laughs> because um, it was very fam- what I was watching it was very familiar. Like I've seen it before. Like somebody told you before. Um. Maybe like earlier in the week. Yeah. 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 Well, because you yeah in our in our podcast episode, which you can find at popculturerewind.com, dot com. Um. We. we we touched on the subject of Dark Fate because this guy over here, he already saw it. But when we recorded the episode, it just been it was like the, after the opening weekend, mm-hmm. and it had already bombed like twenty nine million for the opening weekend, um, set to lose like one hundred thirty million dollars. It's it's bad. But um, and we just kind of and you'd already seen it at that time, so I just got your initial take on it, mm-hmm. and you said that it felt like you've seen it, but like it felt familiar, mm-hmm. right? I walked out that the air thinking the same thing. Like, I've seen this before. Okay, so your three-second review. Thumbs up or thumbs down on Terminator number six? I hate to say it. Thumbs down. Really? You're doing thumbs up? Yeah. I want to give it a thumbs up. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's a lot better than Genesis. Better than... Salvation? Salvation. Mm-hmm. To an extent, because the the idea, the the gem of the idea was there, mm-hmm. and but I don't know how much you give credit or take away credit for the fact that it was not very original at all. So before you go into the thumbs down of why you got the thumbs down, let's start with something positive. Okay, what was your biggest positive from the movie? The biggest, I don't see the thing. I do have some positives, and I do have some notes here, and that's what I'm going to refer to. Okay. But um, I, d- I don't know if there's anything that stands out like, oh my god, that was the best part of the movie. I, I don't. Like, like, there's some things that I liked Is there about a flaw it. Flaw that stands out. Oh yeah, there's a flaw. 
Which there, is, there's, there's, um, is, or is it the same one? Because I did, I, I bit my tongue for five days. I didn't want to tell you this before you saw this movie, and I still like now is the first time I'm asking you for your impression of this movie. We didn't talk about this at all. And we didn't. This we we this is we haven't rehearsed this at all. Yeah. Obviously, you can probably mm-hmm, tell by yeah. now. But um, fifteen minutes to turn on the goddamn mics. Yeah. Um. All right, you don't have to break the fourth wall, <laughs> motherfucker. But I'm just I'm just saying, um, we 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 don't know what we're gonna say. Yeah. Here, so biggest but, flaw. The ex- overall execution. That overall, that's that's overall the big overall execution. But, but you, you, because you've had time, to, you've had time to digest longer than I have. Oh, it marinated. So, I, so I, you tell me, what what did your what's your takeaway or your biggest flaw? I guess my biggest flaw is a flaw that I'm seeing a lot in movies lately. Mm. The third act mm. at night when you can't see shit. That whole thing with the parachute and the dam and the and the, the, the 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 I I couldn't tell half of what was going on in there. Yeah, it was hard to actually like pinpoint what was going on. It's Wonder Woman, fucking. I know the DC a bunch of examples, but there've been a lot of other times in fight scenes in like comic book movies or yeah. like sci-fi movies where like the big third act is at night, so you can save on budgeting and the effects and all that shit. No, I need to see what the fuck is going on. Yeah, the, the second half when they're in the in inside the inside the dam kind of made up for it, but that was muddling for me that part and it kind of turned me off of that of that second half of that act okay um you know what i was gonna open up this episode by going over the um the plot but here i'm doing a really really quick nutshell um terminator two with girls basically yeah a, a terminator and a human both from the future come to the present time to ones to kill ones to protect the savior of the future mm-hmm. sound familiar yeah, you've seen it, so that's the that's the, okay. that's the plot. Okay, so there was some story storyline parts of it I did enjoy, and I'm going to go over a couple of these right now. Um, first, I did enjoy um, the throwback to the very beginning, the opening when the the logos were all coming up and you hear the audio mm-hmm. from t2 when sarah is going over yeah. the that was getting interviewed the, the visuals of that and this the, the 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 vibe that you got from that it really set the tone which what i thought was going to be not just that it set the tone that the rest don't exist it's t1 t2 and then this well we get to that because the i think the scene after that is it's a flashback we know when t2 ended mm-hmm. and then we cut to later 98 yeah. we see all cgi yeah. <laughs> um see the de-aged linda a de-aged arnold and a de-aged at a furlong <laughs> that scene looks so surreal like almost like a video game yeah. like it didn't look real obviously because it wasn't i mean it was just but it was damn close it was damn well i would say it was close it just the longer the scene went on the more it looked so, fake yeah <laughs> and i kind of yeah. the 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 cg for for arnold um, it was good. I'm not going to say it was bad, but I kind of, for some weird way, I, I kind of liked the CG that was used in Gen- Genesis and Salvation when they show like 84 Arnold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, they used the same body model, mm-hmm. the same guy that played Arnold in Genesis is the same guy that they got, they brought for here. Gotcha. So a little consist- consistency on that one. But, um, you're fucking at the mouth almost. <laughs> I know. Ah! Um, and I can't cut that out either. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but that scene was one. Um, it was fine, and it and it set the tone for storyline purposes that a, a t another Terminator 
Which, let me go back. So in T2, what we didn't know was multiple Terminators came down. To different timelines. And I kind of like that. That's yeah. an interesting fact that... Hedge Sky your bets. We're sending yeah, them so everywhere, Skynet, and eventually one's going to hit. Skynet didn't stop at one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then in 98, that's when a Terminator finally caught up with one and killed uh, Edward, mm -hmm. uh, Edward um, John Connor. Yeah. So, but that was after they already stopped Skynet. Mm -hmm. So... What does a Terminator do when the mission is complete? First of all, when the mission's complete and there's no more future, mm -hmm. because that future got erased, that they, the, the future they came from is no more. Well, we saw how a, how the, how a face in that situation reacts to the future once his, once his mission's complete. He killed himself. But we never saw it from the bad guy's point of view. The bad guy eventually redeemed himself as the movie goes on, which they don't know about until halfway through the movie. Right, and there, and that was, I guess, the only thing that was like holding me on to this movie was the stuff with Sarah and her story, mm -hmm. and and Carl because that's the connection to the original. All the stuff that tied into the old stuff kept me engaged in this movie. So, with that being said, did you mind that it was a predominantly female-led movie? Okay. So let's let yeah, let's get into that's this. That's the that's the part that's going to be the crux of the rise or fall of the success or the downfall of this movie is because it's female-led as opposed to all the other movies. And that's the thing about it because like I said on our show before I even watched it, I didn't have a problem with all the females in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of gauging from what I saw in the previews that it was basically the same thing. I didn't know how much of the exact same thing <laughs> it was going to be. But yeah. uh, we're introduced to a girl named Danny. Mm -hmm. um, Daniela. She's, oh, by the way, I, I, I put this in my nose. I've got to mention this now. I, uh, I, <laughs> this is going to make you sound racist, is it? No, 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 no. Damn. No, not yet. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, plenty of time. I, I was watching the movie and the first, like, we're introduced mm -hmm. to Danny in the movie, and we see her and her dad and her brother. They're all talking and blah, 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 and they're going out. We're, we're being introduced to her as a character. And I was thinking, this is very familiar to how Rambo started off. <laughs> and I was thinking, is it's so funny because Arnold and Sly, they've always had that, that little... A parallel. Yeah, yeah. The, little, the little rival uh, between each other. And it's just, it seems like it's kind of sparking up again. And, I was like, and it's almost, I could see it where, oh... All right, Rambo's doing this, introducing with the Hispanic-led uh, cast. And the way it was all, we had the subtitles and Spanish-speaking, and it was all about the family. I was like, this is very reminiscent of how Rambo started off. I just I just saw this. <laughs> um, but anyway, that, that's a, uh, an observation that I did um, notice uh, watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not code for anything. <laughs> if you're trying so back to the original's question at hand. Did I have a problem? Did you mind that it was a female-led movie? No. Up until... <laughs> up until when? Up until we get um, the, the character Grace, who's an enhanced human, Kyle Reese. Mm -hmm. uh, came, when she came back, and we had a little sit-down about the middle of the movie, and she's explaining just what is the point of all this because sarah she's like oh you're protecting her because she's gonna have she's gonna, she's gonna have, be the mom of the she's baby gonna mama. give the mom of whoever goes on but then she explains it to that she she knows who danny is because danny in the future rescues grace as 
as when she was a child or a teenager or whatever. Yeah. And she and she trains her to be a soldier and and we get this scene. This is what this is what I lost my disconnect with this movie. Mm-hmm. You mean you lost your connection with this movie? You disconnected. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I was on board with it up until okay, yeah. up until we get this little scene of Okay, so Grace is a, a teenager or whatever and she's being surrounded by other humans or about to beat her down or kill her or whatever they're going to do. I don't really know, but um then we see <laughs> we see Danny pop up with cornrows. Cornrows and she's wearing a, a army jacket and she's her shirt's tucked in and she's got a knife. She looks so out of place. Like no no toughness to her whatsoever, and you're telling me that these group of guys, like these big dudes, killers, all back down from this one little. Ch- you know, I know what I'm sounding like right now, but <laughs> I, I'm telling you, what I saw on screen did not look realistic to me at all. Um, so she backed out all those guys that were gonna do whatever they're gonna do to Grace, and then they, and then she explained that. Then Danny riled, you know, she, she she riled up everybody and she she rallied everybody together and she formed the resistance and we started fighting back. That the, did not look believable clip, at all. The, that initial clip of her by herself trying to stand up to everybody, I agree with you. But they showed that next scene while they're giving that monologue that she was the one that brought the resistance together and you see everyone outside. Like they she had people camped out waiting that if they like yeah why for plan b like why was everybody waiting on her words like what did she do for people to rally up behind her and to come from all over the place to follow her what happened mm-hmm. what i'm asking what did she do now okay. i'll wait okay all, all <laughs> the only defense i can come up with is Maybe that gets fleshed out, assuming that no. we do get this trilogy. That that ain't that, that trilogy ain't happening. I I I you know what I agree too. Yeah. As much as I appreciated this movie and liked this movie, I doubt the receipts aren't gonna. I, no, it's the, not to jump forward because we're supposed to be talking about the movie itself. But I believe this is the last nail in the coffin. Yeah, and we'll 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 follow up on that here in a minute. Yeah. But I just I I just want to reiterate that. Watching the movie, going into like the first first half of the movie, I was digging Grace. Like I didn't have a problem with Mackenzie Davis as Grace. I thought she did a good job, and her character was fine. I didn't have a problem with her character. Mm-hmm. Um, Linda Hamilton is back. Um, and her she, uh, her flaws, by the way, were very. Um, I suspended my disbelief enough to believe her flaws were like she she needed to be covered in ice. She was she was dehydrated. Her systems weren't working, and after she, she's built for bursts of energy, so once she once she yeah. burns out, she literally almost dies burning out. Right, you know. So it all made I, the character Grace. I believe. Right, I didn't have any problem with yeah. Grace. Of course, I had no issue at all with Linda Hamilton. Yeah, it was fun, and like I said, the it, I was more intrigued by. Everything that I was I was seeing as far as how the story was going with her part, and you know what? Again, about halfway through this, it wasn't just, "Hey, this is basically episode six, you know, Force Awakens, basically, or episode whatever." This is Force Awakens, but also about halfway through the movie, I was thinking, you know what? This re- this also reminds me of is Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. because Days of Future Past we had the the new cast teaming up with the old cast yeah passing the torch on passing me. the torch and i got i got a big sense of that mm-hmm. uh, whenever 
it was during that scene. I think it was in the in the hotel room. Uh, whenever Grace was explaining, well, when when Sarah was saying about Skynet, we 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 killed Skynet. We got rid of all that. And Grace like, what's Skynet? Like, and I have no. Now it's Legion. There's there was no record of the Connors at all. Yeah. There was no record of Skynet, which that part I liked. However, we get into the new part of this stuff, and I don't understand how this the new. Now it's not Skynet, it's Legion. Yeah. I don't understand how there's so many similarities in the looks and the feels of what Skynet was. Mm-hmm. We, have T, we have the T-1000 back from T2, mm-hmm. and then the, the TX from uh, Terminator 3. And, this, and then this, the L7. Fuck that. Which we could, and we, I don't even know what you're talking about. So, yeah. so in this one, we have Rev-9. Yeah, Rev-9, uh, the, the, that's what I meant. Okay, so the, that's the model of this one, which... Um, again, kind of like what I was talking about with the future stuff with Danny being, I, I didn't believe that. I'm not sure what I felt about, uh, Gabriel, what, what was the guy's Gabriel name? Luna. Gabriel Luna playing Rev9. I, I see what they're going with. Again, because I've seen this before, I, I guess they were going with a Robert Patrick vibe where he's, um, you know, Robert Patrick in T2 as the T1000, he was very calm and cool. He, he could talk to humans. He could, he can interact. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that's what they were going for with this guy. Like he was very, especially in the beginning. What about my dad? Bitch, your dad's dead. Cause he interacted with, with the T9. Yeah. It was or, the same thing. It's, it's all the same thing. Yeah. But my, the thing is with, with the T1000, we knew exactly like with that one in, in T two, everything was explained to us because John Connor asked, "What the hell was that?" And he, the, it was a poly, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember yeah. what they called it, but he's liquid metal. Yeah. And we got it was exposition, but ten seconds got, was all we needed. We something, got it. Yeah. Well, why does he turn into a gun or something? And come get me! It's it's can it's guns has moving parts. It's nothing that damn it. Yeah. yeah. So we got a sense. We we knew what we were working with, and this one with Rev Nine, he was just a killing machine. Like which was fine, and I will they did say, explain that. The reason that they were able to kill these Rev Nines is because they're they're stronger together than they are when they're separate. That's why you see them. Okay, when was that explained? Uh, I think that was during the uh, the sit down with Schwarzenegger when they were in Arnold when they okay. were in Carl's house. Okay, and, and that's when Grace started actually expl- once once Grace realized that the person that had the that was sending um uh Linda uh, uh, Sarah Connor the texts. Mm-hmm. And the person that had the 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 information tattooed on Grace's stomach mm-hmm. in case of an emergency, not only that they were the same person, but it was a, a Terminator. It was it's Carl, the 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 one that was sent to kill John Connor from the be- in the beginning of this yeah. movie. So the fact that he was the one sending out this information, helping, she kind of let her guard down with him as opposed to with Linda because no women ever get along with that, with each other. Right. So that's when we started getting some sense of what we're dealing with here. It's like we don't we don't we don't defeat them, we survive them. And but this is how because they're separated, they're str- they're weaker than they are when they're together. That's why you don't just see two of Gabriel Luna. Yeah. You see the exoskeleton and you see the See that cuz that was that was the one thing that was kind of confusing me because I maybe I just I, I guess I just missed that explanation because mm-hmm. I was like, well, is he is are they two sentient different sentient beings or does is he control is the skin the outer skin controlling the endoskeleton or is the endoskeleton the actual one and the skin is just a facade mm-hmm. like i was kind of confused on that but maybe i just yeah I, uh, maybe i just obviously if you <laughs> if you know what's going oh, on fuck and i only saw this once this time yeah um so 
I was a little bit confused about what his abilities were. Mm-hmm. I did like in the the opening scene when they're in the factory and he just goes to town and starts killing it. And it's <laughs> and and uh, Grace shows up and, and shoots him in the head and blah blah blah. And they're just trying. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got. Oh my god! And I'm gonna get to more references later and more Easter eggs and homages and stuff. But the whole come with me where you're dead in 30 seconds. <laughs> just say come with just, me if you want to live that's I mean, a that's a very notable line that you have permission to use why not yeah um with great but, power comes great stuff <laughs> <laughs> so, so i but the, the seeing the rev nine in action for the first time like just killing off everybody and yeah. it reminded me of the scene in, in terminator one whenever um kyle reese is explaining to sarah but the whole speech about how they're unstoppable, they're movable, they, and they absolutely will not stop until you're, you until you were dead. Like, that's what it felt like. This guy, this machine is... He's coming for your ass. Yeah, and he's unstoppable. Yeah. So they got down the ruthlessness quick uh, of how of how deadly these things are. So I don't know. It's There were some good concepts in it. And I, like I said, I, I did like the um, all the stuff with Sarah and... Now, when it comes to, we get the introduction of Carl. Mm-hmm. So Carl is the T-800, you said earlier, he's the one that killed John. So when Sarah sees this Terminator for the first time in this movie, she's ready to kill him because he's the one that killed John. Yeah. And I just love the, like I said, the way she was, I guess it's the chemistry between Sarah and Linda and Arnold, I guess, more than anything. But then you go into the the chemistry of the story between Sarah and the Terminators themselves. So good. I mean, that's, it's just, ah, that's why I want to like this movie so much. But there's there's so many. But you're you're old school. You're liking the stuff you remember. You're not really hooked. Well, I was hooked with that stuff with with with, the, with stuff. what she the the continuation of the past stuff. I was digging that. It's just when we get to the the, the legion and the, the torch stuff, passing, kind it's of. all the same. Like, yeah. I mean, I get that. That's what they had to do because you don't you no longer have to rely on. Hey, we, we're stuck with this John and Sarah, but now you're just doing the same thing with his new characters. Now you're relying on this person. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, the, Linda explained. Uh, um, Sarah Connor explained it when they were having that conversation of, "Oh, now it's Legion," and she basically just said it off in like three seconds. Damn, humanity's never gonna fucking learn. When the, when she mentioned AI, when she yeah, mentioned when she mentioned when the AI stuff, yeah, and she's like, yeah. "Those motherfuckers, they never learn." Yeah. Um. So, but even with the explanation. I was hoping that it was going to be some kind of a different threat or a different. Uh, a, yeah. a different set of hands that are pulling the strings, you know, as yeah. opposed to like the something familiar. Like that's that was enough familiar within the within the characters that you could have you could have been a little risque with the story. I think you could have gone a little more far fetched with the story. And there is one thing that I initially had a problem with, but after further thinking about it, it's it's a caveat. It's a little loophole. So in this movie, Carl explains that after he killed John, he had no mission, which I thought that was interesting. Again, what I, what I asked earlier in the episode, what does the Terminator do when his mission is completed and there's no more future? Mm-hmm. He just kind of wandered around until he found these humans and he, he formed up a family with them. And his explanation, everything that he was doing, I liked it, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, whoa, wait a minute. He can't do this because in T2, we learned that there's a chip that in, in 
that um, inhibits them from learning and adapting to other like um, f- not feelings, but like the way humans mm-hmm. almost not empathy, I guess, but to to learn and mm-hmm. how to do other things. But so I was thinking, OK, well, you can't this is going against canon because we, we know from T2 he has he's they had to take that he, chip he tried, out. Yeah, he they had to, learning. They, no, they had to take a chip out in order for him to start learning stuff. Yeah. But then I was thinking about it. Wait a minute. What I know from T2, from that scene of them taking that chip out, that was from the extended version. It's a deleted scene. So technically, if you're just going off the theatrical cut of Terminator 2, you don't know that. You, that didn't happen. Yeah. So I'll give them a pass. That's their one. <laughs> That's their one. You only get one. You only get one. That was your one. <laughs> so, um, but the, and that was interesting to see. Okay, it took him like 20 years, but over 20 years, he's adapted. He, he, found a family and he started having a job and others. So that part was kind of interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get into the big fight, right? Which big fight? The end? Third act? Well, the gear, the, well, the, they're gearing up for the, for the final act um, where they, they think of a plan, which is using Danny's bait. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, they get some, they're planning to use uh, EMP blasts. Yeah. But that whole plan goes to shit. Because the, he attacks and he kills, yeah. he destroys the bullets through the through the through yeah. The MPs. Yeah. So, is that why they're on the plane? Yeah. So the next plan, the next <laughs> plan plan E or is, whatever is just meet them head on, use them as bait, try to take them out. Yeah. So divide and conquer, separate them. Yeah. From from them, so they're weak. So that's why they're in the Humvee in the plane, and yeah. <laughs> it was a big it was a big production thing. I don't know. Yeah. It was a bit much to to think that they survived all that. But there were some good shots of of Arnold like taking on the new Terminator, and this is kind of neat. Um, but we get into the final when they're inside the dam facility, mm-hmm. right? And that's when um, we again we, we're going back to more homages and references. Now we see the T eight hundred half his face is gone. Um, he hasn't lost his arm yet, but he's going to lose he's his arm. There was a cool shot in that final battle where he. He throws a punch to the Rev-9, and it goes, like, in him. And then when he pulls his hand out, like, the Rev-9 starts forms onto it, and he, like, rips the fake skin off of the T- yeah. T-800. That was pretty cool. Um, and then later on in the fight, he does the T- He pushes him into the into the reactor. And it rips his and, arm and, off. And the, in the process, his barbs breaks off. And that's another thing where his he has a tendency of losing, losing an arm in all yeah. the movies, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but so it goes into the final battle. Um, it goes on for quite a bit. I mean, the last 20 minutes is, mm-hmm. is the last fight. But, um, again, uh, Grace kind of basically sacrifices herself. The and, fight scenes with Grace and um, and the uh, Rev-9 were actually pretty good, too. Yeah. Throughout the movie, even in the beginning in the The factory, fight scenes were good. Yeah, the, fight, the choreography was really well done, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. As far as how it ends... Obviously, they they beat the Rev Nine, and the T eight hundred sacrifices himself, which I did like. Another reference, we did get the the red, the Terminator Beta. Vision. You know, yeah. dude. By this point in the movie, there had been so many references. I was just waiting for when he was like when he fell into the ground and he was about. I was waiting for the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're waiting for it too, right? Yeah. I was just. I was like, "Fuck! You might as well have done it. You've done so many references." No, I think that was the four John moment. I think that was the thumbs up. 
to like I that was like the moment where uh, Sarah Connor kind of actually let go of her gr- of her grievances with the uh, yeah with with Carl I guess so yeah um so I do overall it, oh <laughs> overall well before I do my overalls I do have a list Uh-oh. of references and callbacks and homages and I actually lost these these probably aren't all of them because I actually lost track during the movie all right so we have so you're the douchebag that uses his phone during the movie no this no. If I did that, I would probably have more listed. Um, come with me or you're dead in 30 seconds. Yeah. We have the uh, obli- obligatory? Obligatory. Obligatory. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Nah, um, I won't be back. Well, yeah, he says I won't be back. Um, but She did in the beginning. And uh, I think it's been known by this point that Tim Miller, the director, he was forced to put that line in the movie. Like, he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But studio yeah. studio's like, you got to have it. It's a tournament. You got to say it. There is a line, I believe this is a callback to Terminator 1, where she says, you're terminated, fucker. And I believe she says that in the end of the first Terminator movie when she pushes the, the compactor down. And mm-hmm. kills um, oh, yeah, there's no fate but what we make for ourselves. Like, they couldn't come up with their own original line. That is straight up, mm-hmm. with great power comes great responsibility. Like, in, in the Spider-Man movies, they at least tried to change it up yeah. as bad as it was. They didn't even try. There was like... <laughs> From a totally alternate future, you're telling me that someone came up with the exact Dragon same line. line that Sarah Connor came up with. Get the... F- okay. <laughs> All right. Um, there was... Uh, we had a highway chase in this movie. We it's had like a- Terminator 3. Terminator 2. Well, and 3, I guess. And 3, yeah. Um, they drive around in a station wagon like they did in Terminator 2. I think it was the same station wagon. It might have... Uh, might as well have been, yeah. yeah. Um, the Rev 9 used the chopper. Like T one thousand did. Um, oh, we did. It. Did you catch that one scene where the Rev nine hooked onto the back of the truck? Yeah, and was dragging around. That happened in T yeah. two. Um, oh, the T eight hundred in in one of the fight scenes, he put a gun right in the face of the Rev nine and started blasting away. That happened in T two yeah. with him and the T one thousand because it's a cool visual. You see yeah. the bullets going in the face and everything. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this before. Half of the T eight hundred's face is metal or got revealed. Yeah. Um, lost an arm. There was one scene where um, where Sarah Connor had one of those um, one of those grenade cannons that shot, and he like was blown to where like this whole yeah it was, it was flimsy. That's yeah. also from Terminator. 2. Right, I didn't have that one on my list, but there's good. Yeah. Um, the the Rev Nine takes the uh, takes the uniform of Border Patrol, and where mm-hmm. the T One Thousand was a Top. police officer. Yeah. yeah, so we still have that that comparison. Oh, real quick, since I'm thinking about it, did you have? Do you think there was a lot of the political stuff with the detention camps and the immigration? Yes. I tried not to let it influence me at first until she said, um, so what are you doing? So the prisoners. The prison, the- what are you doing with these prisoners? Like, these are not prisoners. These are, you're keeping them in cages. You're not letting them out. They're fucking prisoners. And then she started go, he's, he's Well, she said, we call them detainees. Yeah. She started going off on them. I was like, okay, all right, the, I get it. I, yeah, I got it at that point, but I was like, oh, God, I hope it's not too political and i don't think it could have been a lot worse i think as far as hammering yeah, i was just social... waiting for a ginger with a pot belly and to be like he's shot in the head and for everybody cheers like nah why's well, it gonna be a ginger bro well trump oh <laughs> yeah i was waiting for like i was a, waiting for like a, a trump or, representative or, or like um like a picture of the president and it's gonna yeah. be trump or something or whatever so um all right uh, okay, the um, we mentioned this before. The Rev Nine killed the family of Danny, where the T One Thousand killed John's uh, parents yeah. or foster parents. Oh, this is another one that made me roll my eyes. The country song "Guitars and Cadillacs" playing in, in the backyard mm-hmm. when they crash down. It's like really of all country songs, 
that's the same song that is happening to be playing. The same thing in the the same thing in every Terminator movie where they show up naked and they uh the p- people that find them they ask for their clothes. Well, they didn't ask. She, she just she just took it. it. Yeah, Grace <laughs> took it. Yeah. Um, there's a thing with the sunglasses where he picked up the sunglasses. He's about to use it. Um, I did read apparently that there was multiple cuts of that. There was an alternate where he did actually put the sunglasses on and he walked out. Mm-hmm. But the next shot, he isn't wearing the sunglasses, mm-hmm. so they just they just use the ones where he did, he put the sunglasses back down. Um. So we have uh, in this movie the bat, the evil Terminator. In this one, it was thought to be destroyed, but then rises up from the fire, mm-hmm. reduced to the endoskeleton. Yeah. That was from uh, part one and actually part two. There's always fire in, in yeah. being involved in all these. Um, the power core that they use from Grace, very similar to in Terminator Three, where they use that's the power like, core yeah, to, to we stab him in the eye. Yeah. So um, there was that one. Um, oh, and then even again. By the end of this movie, I'm like, okay, what else are they going to do that's going to just, you know, wink and a nod to the originals? In the very end, the very last scene where Danny and Sarah um, are watching over young Grace, they just kind of get in their their Jeep, just like Sarah had in Terminator 1, and it drives out. And I think that, that last shot, I think, was supposed to be reminiscent of T1 mm-hmm. at the very end where they're driving out to the sunset, whatever. So even that was a nod to... Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess if I'm a I'm a Terminator fan, I shouldn't be like shitting all this. I should be like, ah, oh, look, they are fans of the originals, and they were. That's a good cover. That's the, a good cover song of the original. Yeah, it's a good cover song of the original. Yeah, I'll go with that. It was. Yeah. Um, it's that garage ink from Metallica. It's good. Yeah. You know. Um. So overall, um, what what is your overall? Do you want to rate it like a one to ten, or how do you want to do this? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'm not as tied down to a lot of the lore. You know, I haven't seen a lot of the failures for me to compare it to other failures. So I'm at a good seven and a half. I definitely watch. I definitely plan on watching it again. Um, See, that's the thing. I don't know if I want to watch it again. I've seen it like so many times, but there was some good. That's the thing about this movie. So you know what? I'm going to give it maybe a seven, maybe six and a half, seven out of ten. So let's just play devil's advocate here. If they do another movie to follow this one up mm. as the second of the trilogy, would you watch a Terminator movie without Arnold Schwarzenegger? Well, I'd have to because he he died in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but um, but where, where do they go? Because they end this, they ended it. Unless they have another Legion Terminator coming back to try to kill Danny again, mm-hmm. or they actually go like to the source and try to break and destroy the whole system the whole machine like they tried to do that in part three like going to actual the skynet they, did they even explain where legion came from in this None one that. they just said AI. None of that. that's why i'm assuming that there's more meat to that bone that they want to portion out for the next but here's meal. the thing though dude grace didn't explain that to him and she's dead so now you just have two present tense characters who know bits and pieces but they don't know where it all started Mm-hmm. Where in T two, they knew where exactly where it came from, and that's where they went. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know, unless someone else comes back from the future and explains it. But another Arnold comes back from the future. Well, that's another Grace. No, it can't be another <laughs> Grace. Um, and, yeah, they're gonna have to read. That's how That's the only thing they can do is they can r- copy what they did with T two. Again, again, yeah. and now and again. you have two. Terminators from Legion. One's programmed 
by the human resistance, mm-hmm. and one's still the evil one trying to kill. But again, where do you go? It's the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. And that's why I get, I think initially, I think that's why I give it a thumbs down. Because as much effort they put in, into at least trying to reboot it and move forward, you're stuck. You're done. Their story's been told. Yeah. I mean, what? where do you go? And again, I, it has nothing Was to do... Was Genesis a story where they tried to stop the whole regime in the present, in that, in that future time before they can send more Terminators? Has that story <sighs> been told? Like, do we do Terminator 7 where we're in the future timeline already? There's nobody sending any Terminators back, but they're trying the the Danny and her, and her resistance team with Grace because they're in that future timeline. Wasn't sent to the past in that timeline. If they're if you we see the war of the resistance taking on Legion and just in that in that future time, does I would. That, I, does that get you? You do be different. It's kind of the one thing that I I kind of like about salvation is that it takes place near the future or the start not the start but it's like it's already been going on and they've already we see the resistance for what it is yeah. we see how john comes up so we see more shit that we didn't see in the past movies that's what i kind of appreciated about salvation this is the execution of everything else just fell apart mm-hmm. the thing with genesis <laughs> <laughs> this one you can't go back even further because we've already established that John and Sarah, their story is already done. Like yeah. they, they did save the future. They did move on. They um, saved their future. But now, just something up. There's something another generation. Else. More shit. Damn kids. Um, theory. Hmm. The franchise as we know it is done. Man, just to yeah. be out there yeah. because we've had the crossovers before. Mm-hmm. Why not do a um, Predator versus Terminator? Have fun with the series now. Yeah. Just or Robocop versus Terminator. Was it Robocop versus Terminator, the video game for the SNES? Right, yeah. Yeah. Robocop versus Terminator. I mean you could do it. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, but now half that shit's owned by Disney now. So that's not gonna happen. Yeah. But unless we persuade persuade them to buy I mean, there's half. always there's always a thing, but if you're gonna do that, nobody wants to see the new Terminator stuff. They want to see old Arnold Terminator. Well, you can watch the old one from the eighties. No, I'm saying if you do the, like, I'm thinking of like the crossover stuff. Yeah, like if you do like Robocop versus Terminator, they want to see Arnold as Terminator, or just do the endoskeleton, like the old endoskeleton that we yeah. know. Um, I, the the franchise as is. Is this the end? I think the opening weekend is telling that it's the end. Um, matter of fact, a couple days ago, I did have. An updated number? Yeah. Um, but. And I just I just had it and I lost it. Okay. So the budget was at $185 million. Jeez. After the first week, the U.S. gross was $31 million. The foreign was $94 million for a total worldwide of $125 million. So they haven't made their their budget back yet. Mm. They're still negative. They haven't... They haven't they Has haven't it gone everywhere? Yet. Has it gone everywhere? Yeah. Is it in China? Yeah. Is it in Japan? Yeah. Is it everywhere else? Well, China's the thing that Saudi? counts. Saudi? Oh, China's the one that counts. If it's, yeah, if, China's the one yeah, that counts. Yeah, and it's already gone there. So it's, but we're barely in the second weekend. So there's still a possibility <laughs> that it could at least break it would even. have to. By this point, it would have to be word of mouth that keeps it afloat. Yeah. And I don't, 
if you go online on YouTube or and just search for Dark Fate, the reviews are just shitting all over it. And I don't want to shit all over it just to be negative. I mean, because I'm a fan of the franchise, and there was things about this that I liked. It's just a part of you refuses to do it because Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. It's a valid take. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I'm the same way too. Like I, nothing regarding those two in the film were bad. No. So you can't crap on the movie when you know that they did well and they're the part of the franchise that's hugging at your tar- at your heartstrings that's making you pull the pony up the ducats to watch the movie in the first place. Yeah. So it's hard to to be convincing when you say that the movie was bad because there are parts of the movie that were good. The parts that were good are the ones that you were hoping they were good. You so, know, you know. <laughs> so it's a it's a weird conundrum as a fan to have. Devil's advocate. You know, I'm devil's advocate. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out of your armchair booking, right? So this was originally planned as a trilogy, mm-hmm. right? What if now hear me out on this? What if this movie was actually um maybe the second movie in the trilogy. And the first movie that we should have got was Danny's story without worrying about Sarah Connor or Carl or anything like that. And so kind of do it kind of like X-Men first class set up, establish a new cast in the future, mm-hmm. do a future movie. Right. And then in part two of this trilogy is this movie where they go back and you have the the crossing of the streams of the of the franchises, and then your third movie would be the the, the finality. Fighting the, yeah. the whole legion. See, yeah. I think that would have done a little bit more justice for this movie, because I think right now you're just kind of just trying to pass a torch with no credibility to the new cast. Yeah. Whereas Days of Future Past X Men movie, I think that worked because we already knew the first class was already established. Yeah. And obviously the old cast was already there. So I think there's a lot of people who are riding that for the sake of both sides. You're either, you know, either like the first one or you like the new cast, the old cast. But in this particular thing, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of liking this idea that I just came up with on the fly 30 seconds ago. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what do you think about that? Like if they introduced, they did a new, say we didn't get Dark Fate. We have a new movie. So coming we out. have a Terminator movie where Gabriel Luna is actually the good guy. It, we're, we're, it's going to be the future, mm-hmm. right? And the humans are we're already like knee deep into this resistance, right? Um, so it's Danny all grown up. So it's a different person playing Danny. Sure. Because, well, yeah, because they show Danny in the future and she looked just the same and it is not believable at all. So, yeah, I would have gotten older. Kind of like what they did in, uh, in, uh, in T, uh, fuck, T2, where we see the older John with the scar and all that. Yeah. Why not do the same thing? Mm-hmm. That was another thing I said. You know, in the future scene where we saw Danny as the leader, I said, you know, she's missing a scar. Car. If you're going to copy everything else from the from the original movies, cut her. <laughs> <laughs> scar that bitch up. <laughs> anyway, um, I got this from the butcher. Yeah. What do you think about that? If we did that, like if if that's how we started off this new half of the franchise, this new trilogy, if it started off in the future, and then part two was this movie, and then part three was saving the whole humanity thing. There's some there's there's something, there's something there. there. Yeah, better than what we got. Because at least I don't know if I'd say better than what we got. Well, because I appreciate what we got and I understand why we got it. Well, I'm just saying, maybe maybe it would have had a better turnout if. Maybe we knew these these this cast, but again, devil's advocate. 
you struck out with a lot of fans on Salvation. Mm-hmm. You struck out with a lot more fans on Genesis. A lot more fans. If you were to have done your movie first without a Linda Hamilton or an Arnold Schwarzenegger, would you have even gotten half of the receipts that we've gotten 10 days in? Well, maybe. <laughs> well, it's not a lot, it's not a lot to compare to because it barely made well, any money. You would not need any receipts because you wouldn't have you wouldn't need that kind of budget because you're not bringing in that kind of talent. Here's another uh add-on to my little idea here. Don't even call that first movie a Terminator movie. Just make call and it wait until the very end like fucking split where yeah. you see you see a uh yeah. dude's light red light red yeah. eyes turn red. Hmm. That would get more of mouth going. Kind of like uh um to a lesser extent, maybe Rogue One, where it had a word of mouth because the end, the very end with, with Vader. This would be the same thing where we're just seeing a, 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 an apocalyptic future, um, man versus machine, blah, blah, blah. Something looks kind of familiar about it. We're not too sure. It's like, are they kind of trying to copy Terminator? I'll go watch it. It sounds like a Terminator movie. And then at the very <laughs> last scene, we get the reveal of whatever. Yeah, something that even ends with that music, too. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, there, there could be something there if, if they went that route. Was it uh, a Paramount movie? No, it's Warner's, right? What was it? Um, Paramount. Paramount, pay this man. Right <laughs> here. He's white. He deserves it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm a white guy, so I don't, I don't ah, count. Shit, that's, how, that's how it works down. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So we got to wait till you're a, you're a black woman and I'm a transvestite, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that reference, watch our... Watch uh, last episode. Yeah, go, yeah. go to popculturerewind.com, listen to the last episode. Oh, For man. the B-roll at the very end... Yeah. yeah. On that note, um, I think that's going to wrap. That's the show, man. Are you ready to get out of here? I think it's it's time to go. Yeah. So if uh, if you uh, enjoyed this, let us know. Uh, hit the uh, the the uh, like and the subscribe. Give us a thumbs up on the video. We do uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, what did you think of Dark Fate? And what did you think of what we thought about it? Let us know in the comments. We greatly appreciate any feedback. And then um, also tell your friends. And then also check us out on social media at facebook.com slash rewind. Also on the Twitter machine and uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's there too. Yeah. Yeah. I just remembered about uh, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud. That's a thing. I just uploaded a couple episodes of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So and we're on Spotify too. So uh, do a search on Spotify for our audio podcasts. Um, same thing with, uh, our, like I said, popculturerewind.com. It's our audio podcast. Um, so anywhere you get your uh, podcast from through Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, all the, all of the, all of the above. Um, yeah, we greatly appreciate. If you it. can't like it, if you can't stand to look at us, just download the audio. Which I don't, I don't blame them on that one. Especially now that we're like we're rolling like 1080p. Like I see the software up there. I, I think we look attractive as fuck. But I, I, <laughs> there's I, some I, slight I, biases on that. Yeah, there's a lot of bias. <laughs> slight? Hell no. Shit. Hundred percent bias. All right. On that note, uh, we're gonna wrap this one up. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in, and as always, always. Pop your culture. You're not going to do the do the do I did it like three times in this episode. Do it again to close it out. Okay, one more. Do it with me. Uh.